crystals, tarot cards, intentions when the full moon is there. Um, that's what I was in. And everything I was kind of holding on to, everything I thought that made me feel dirty or whatever, I was like, hold up. Like, it's like, and God can do anything. So I know that this is like a moment where he just was like, I mean, not like a magical motion or anything, but my mind just was like, hold on. Like, Jesus came, he died on a cross for my sins. Like, I am free. And... So we're here, episode 11.2. Yeah. Because <laughs> we tried episode 11, but that didn't work out because my cards failed and we lost all the footage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we're back again. But this time it's going to be better. It's already off to a better start. Yeah, it is. Because we started like one hour yeah. after you got here last time. That's true. Because I was struggling to figure everything out. But That's now we're today. set. And episode 11, I got my sister-in-law, Stacia, over here. Hi. Hello, everybody. What's up? <laughs> yeah. Tell us about yourself. Good. Um, my name is Stacia. Married to this guy's brother. Got one son. Um, grew up here. My Pahu. What else? But you grew up in other places, though. <clears throat> yeah. I um, was. I frequently was at Lahaina, Maui, and Waianae. Oh. Because my dad's side, so... I was there a lot. Um, yeah. Where in Waianae? Um, Pililao Park, I think. Oh, Waianae, Waianae. Waianae, Waianae. Like, so the same where Auntie Mao's old house yep, is. Yep, Right. Like, upstairs, I think ours was. My auntie's was. Yeah. No, so but theirs was upstairs too, though. Okay, maybe ours was downstairs, but in the back. Okay. Because you go up a little stairs, but I think. That thing there. is still there, though. Yeah. It's I've still seen it. And it's so solid still. Yeah. And um, yeah, that was cool. That was a cool childhood i like that wine i is so great i think till this day without whatever happening it doesn't even matter like wine i is just it's beautiful i think the people are beautiful i like wine i i like wine i too yeah but you, man that house because it was it was that white house yeah uh, you know what I'm silver about? like silver. yeah i mean because it's brick mm. that right You're on the bottom one? though yeah Oh yeah, 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 See, yeah. yeah. i used to but think that, so was, that was such a fancy house and then yeah i broke my arm at that part <laughs> Oh, really? Pilau Park, yep. Monkey bars? Yep, mm -hmm. yep. I feel like that's yep. the story. But I went to church and my parents thought I just was being a baby. So we went to church that night, hung out, and it wasn't until like nighttime. They took me to the hospital and found out I had a broken arm. Wow, how, how did you do that? All that? I'm a beast. <laughs> yeah. I feel like beast. that's such a normal story. Everybody got their arm broken on the monkey bars i used to want to have a broken arm like but i'm too careful because i wanted to everybody to sign my cast too and everybody wow. was coming to schools with pink cast and blue cast i know i'm pretty i'm pretty sure it's like not the you don't want it really but i'm like wow how'd you do that the Didn't cast is not that great i bet and i heard it's really itchy itchy that's what would kill me no, i used to stick all kinds of stuff in my cast yeah people used to stick pencils and they're just like Mm. And yeah. then it doesn't smell great after you take it off, yeah. Oh, that's no, think about sucks. not changing a sock for like yeah three months. No, that sucks. Yeah, but yeah. It was just the writing of the, the autographs everybody yeah. was getting. It was cool. <laughs> Man, the castle's so gross. Oh my god. So you grew up in Waianae and then Lahaina. Lahaina. Most of my weekends were there. That's my dad's other brother. So Waianae was my dad's. Um, that's the middle brother. Maui was my dad's oldest brother. 
and I grew up there. My dentist was there. That's how much I went there. Um, we grew up Luakini Street, right? Smack dab in the middle. Went to Viola Church. May it, you know, hopefully one day it gets rebuilt. But oh, was it was it affected by the fire? Too? Oh, a hundred percent. Like Bro. burnt down to the ground. Seventh generations of my family in that church. Wow. Baptized in that church. Like. In that church, on in your dad's church. side, on my dad's side. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. on my dad's side. Okay, yeah, okay. Because um, last night when we were talking, your your mom's side, they're actually Mormon. Yeah, my great grandparents who raised me on my mom's side, they're Mormon. Mm-hmm. So, well, my great grandma's Mormon. I'm not really sure where my papa was, but mm-hmm. yeah, she was definitely Mormon. But yeah, that's interesting though. And I, I don't think we slowed down. We yeah, we didn't see, slow down that's what I was last thinking. Last time, yeah. What? Your, it's like, well, your, everything went fast. Yeah. What? Um. What was that like getting being raised by your great grandparents? So not even your grand your your mm. grandparents, but mm-hmm. your great grandparents. It was different because they're older. They're old. They're old. Um. Everybody has their mom and dad at these um, parent teacher conferences. I feel like that's what sticks with me the most. Is like. Oh, my mom's coming, you know, because you have to wait with a few kids after school because you guys all have appointments on the same day and you get to see everybody's parents, meet them. And then here comes like my grandpa, like walking slowly Mm. or my great grandma. And she's from a whole different era. So she's dressed different. Her hair is like permed different. I don't know like what it is, but she has the glasses like um, I don't know if it's like 80s or 70s, but um, like Selena's dad wears in the movies. That's what she wore. And like everybody's moms is young wearing cool things and so it was different but also um i loved it i everything they instilled in me because they were so old school so traditional i'm so lucky to have had that and i don't i think a lot of people my age didn't have that so they caught on to a lot of things late Mm. yeah yeah but it was good and then that was like what year what years was that that you was you was being raised by them yeah Uh, from birth all the way till they, well, she passed away when I was 18. He passed away when I was 20. Oh. Wait. Yeah. Yeah, 18 and 20. So, shoot, my whole childhood, everything. Like, because she really didn't start getting bad until the last week of her life. Yeah, That's yeah. where she's kind of gone already. But up until even that, it's, you know, they're consistently just being parents mm-hmm. to a lot of us, you know. Yeah. So. And how many siblings you had? I have four siblings, yeah. Um, me, my sister, my sister, my brother. Then we have another brother and sister. Yeah. And so. you got a young sister, yeah? Yeah. Jay uh, yeah. 12 years old. Wow. Yeah, I just told dad that she's 12. And he's like, you guys are that far apart? And I'm like, yeah. Like, But even me and Portia, we're four years apart. That's not that far apart, that. though. It's not. Me and Cam's are 19 years apart. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, but that's crazy you know but you and Kaya are just a year apart yeah. like because i feel like once you have one then you don't have you have another one not too short, shortly after four years is not a lot but with all my cousins they all have like one year apart two year apart you know mm-hmm. i had to kind of wait a little while for my sister to grow up for us to kind of be on the same page mm-hmm. but yeah it was cool after that it's like six years later my mom had a kid then i think it was like seven years later she had the next one and then just the last two they're mm-hmm. 11 months apart oh wow <laughs> okay <laughs> so they grew just up together the last two. oh yeah yeah they're and they look like twins so and and i i always tell them like you guys are so fortunate to have that because i feel like who wouldn't want you know your best friend is your sister your best friend is your brother i you know i feel like my friends that i've made along the way have been my 
family for so long. I didn't have like such a close connection because my siblings were so younger and I was always, I played mom. So it, it just wasn't like that. I felt like, I don't know. Yeah. One of the, one of the cool things that you were talking about <clears throat> was uh, you, from a young age, you remember just getting up and taking care of your siblings. What was yeah. that like? It was, uh, it was, I want to say so annoying sometimes, so sad. When I think back to it, I'm just, I want to cry for the little girl because I'm like, you shouldn't have been doing that. And I know that my grandma, them, they all saw it too. They knew like, what the heck, you know, like she shouldn't. And I think they tried their best to give me a regular childhood. But because my mom was doing the things she was doing, it's just not possible. Like I had to step up and it was fine though. In the moment I'm like, well, heck yeah, my brother's hungry. What am I going to do? Like these kids before cross, these kids are my life. Like everybody that's to me, I felt like everybody, they just had their sister, their brother, like, but they could all depend on your parents. Like me is like, no, these kids depend on me. Not to, this is not to discredit like my great grandparents because they helped so much. My grandma, she you know she was doing her own thing, but she helped so much too. Like, but we we all didn't have parents. We didn't have our mom, and we didn't have our dads. So, oh, was that hard? Very hard. Um, there are times I remember because I just remembered last night. There was this one time my mom had to leave. Um, she was in some trouble, so she wasn't allowed to stay at home with us. And my sister could not stop crying because she's younger and she didn't understand. At, at this point, I'm like probably six years old, seven years old. I understand already. The, uh, my great grandparents, they like to sit me down and explain things to me about what's happening. So I remember holding her and just telling her, like, it's going to be OK. Like, tell, letting her know, like, mommy loves you. This is just what, you know, but she's a kid. She doesn't understand. She's just like, I want my mommy. How come I don't see my mommy? You know, whatever. But it was so hard. It's so heartbreaking. Like. And I felt like I had to protect them from just that young till now, till even now. So it's like no rest there. I feel like I don't, I don't get no rest with them or anything. I'm always continuously thinking like, oh, what are they doing? Are they okay? Even they're older. You know, my sister, she had a family before I did. But I'm still like, I feel like mama bear. You just have to always be on the, be present, be, you know, mm -hmm. consistent. So. How did that affect your relationship with your mom since she wasn't, like you said, that you had to take care of your sibling and stuff like that? Um, so I, like, I always, um, I never blamed my mom for anything. I was never mad at her for anything. I loved her still. I loved her so much. Um, she would be gone for really long periods of at, at a time. But the moment she comes home, I'm running and I'm hugging my mom, not even questioning well, where were you, you know, for the past four months or whatever? Like, I don't even care. I love my mom. But, of course, we weren't as close as what other moms may be with their daughters, you know, because it starts to build. It starts to build where you realize, like, I don't think I know my mom that well. And you start to realize she don't know me that well because she's not home. I don't think I ever blamed her for it. I mean, For I not being present, you mean? Yeah, I might have you know, did it on purpose a couple times just to, like, say, you know, I'm doing this because you weren't there, but that's I didn't like I just knew that that was a way to get out of stuff but really really like I just feel like our relationship to describe it is all love like at the end of it all at the bottom of it all behind it all whatever it is like nothing can 
take that away from us. We may not be besties where we're telling each other secrets. She she didn't know to this day. I don't think she knows a lot about what I was like going through growing up. And it's because we're not open people. And I think maybe that's why, because I didn't have her growing up with me. And um, everybody knows old school people. So when you're when you're raised, I think by like these old school traditional people, they don't talk. They hate feelings, you know, like everything is hold it in. You know, you're fine. You're tough, like whatever. So that mixed with I didn't have my mom or my dad being like buddy, buddy with me. I everything is blocked off. Like so it wasn't until really recently that me and my mom start to, I think, kind of let each other in. But before all of that, it was just that like we understand each other that after, you know, no matter what, I love you. You love me. And we're going to do what we got to do to get through whatever we're going through. Yeah. I think that's one of the most interesting things because when we were talking about all of this, I didn't, I couldn't tell. I didn't know that. Yeah. Like seeing you and your mom. Yeah. When, when I see you guys, when she comes over and it it does look like you guys love each other so much yeah. and you guys are like, like, it seems like you guys are close. Mm-hmm. And so, and what you are. Yeah. But like, how do you, yeah. how do you get through all of that? Because I've seen on the other side. Yeah. I see on the other side, people get hung up on the relationship with their parents like so like it was it was bad mm-hmm. you weren't there for me mm-hmm. resentment mm-hmm. um it affects them even like even into adulthood which you would expect what well, you wouldn't expect yeah. it to yeah not yeah right but but for you it's different yeah because um again like back to what i was being taught from my great grandparents and my grandma is just I've never been told anything but that my mom loves me. Um, they did talk to me about their her addiction. And sometimes not in not in healthy ways because they're angry too. They got to watch kids that they didn't make. Like totally understandable. So sometimes things did come out as, you know, not the nicest way to say things. But you start to, I feel like people should start to get it. Like how addiction works. So I think that because of how they sat me down, let me know everything, it was it got easier to just be like, I don't want to say it, to say, oh, that's not her because I don't give people with addiction that excuse. You know what you're doing. I know it's hard to stop, but it's just it. I don't know. It kind of was just like, um, I don't know. We, I, I just feel like I was taught to like let it go. Time, like life is short. Let it go. You might not have your mom tomorrow. And I always, I cons, I constantly thought about that, like. Like I said, like she's gone for so long, but she comes home and all I want to do is be close to her. Like, I just want to hug her. I'm a little girl. I want my mom. So I'm not going to let this thing get in between that because there's already something getting in between that. Her addiction, you know, like I don't want to add to that. That's what it is. Like, um, I don't want to fight fire with fire because what are you going to get? You just get a bigger fire. Like, I feel like someone's got to be the bigger person. And does it suck that it has to be the kid? Yeah, but then if, you, if you're going to live by that, it's going to suck forever. It might suck forever because your parent, your mom that you have some kind of rift with, like might not ever grow up or might not ever own up to their mistakes. And where does that leave you? I mean, I know some people, though, I think the thing nowadays is cut them off. They're toxic. You know, like even if it's your own mom, they're toxic. And it's a preference. But I just kind of feel like you couldn't do that. Oh no, I could. It's your mom, you know. Like I don't, I don't know if it's because people are raised different or the culture is different. But no, I because I know, and I don't know if that's a, that's a thing. Maybe it's the relationship everybody has. But 
she's not there. She's doing whatever she's doing. She's leaving us. She's hiding from us when we're trying to look for her to come home. That's all hurting me. I'm like, why does my mom not want to come home? But okay, we're going to go to sleep, wake up tomorrow, and we'll figure out what we're going to do. But it is what it is. Like, I'm not going to add to it. Yeah. I think that's what it was. Do you think that you came to a place at that young age of forgiveness? Or you think that it was just... Yes. And I think, and I feel like everybody in my life that knows me really well would agree, I master forgiveness. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to, it's not, a, I don't want to brag. I don't want to have no pride in nothing. It's all right. Talk your talk. I'm just saying, like, I mastered forgiveness. And I don't know, though, if it comes from, like, I really, really was, like, forgave her. I don't even think I was that mad in the first place. Because there's just so much going on in life. I cannot sit here and worry about this or... Mm. Or let it get to me. And I think that's what people do wrong is they sit there and they let everything, you know. And But I know it's a hard place to be in. We've all had our moments, you know. But I think I've mastered it pretty well. So there was forgiveness. A hundred times over. Yeah. Because I'm wondering, like, if there is, because there are people who, and I'm not saying that you do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying that. But there are some people who they don't want to deal with like a hard conversation or they don't want to deal with the issue yeah and so they just kind of like it's not forgiveness it's yeah. just kind of like numbing themselves to the problems and yeah. just not thinking about it but yes. you weren't there i'm not there okay. i'm like i want to have the hard conversations and maybe it's because of all those conversations i had growing up i'm kind of like well why don't you want to have the conversation like let's do this i don't see i don't see why we we're not going to and i also think i've seen a pattern in the people in my life that have come across that it's usually the people who are in the wrong that don't want to have those conversations. I, you know, and that's totally understandable. I think hurt people are also hurting that they hurt people. You know, it's still like I do understand that in a way. But yeah, I think I love having the hard conversations. I love having the awkward conversations. Like there was a lot of fighting, you know, where where we grow up, everybody wants to fight in school and stuff like that. And I didn't say I'm not saying I was like shying away from all of that, but most of the time I'm just like, well, why are you mad? You know, like, oh, you want to fight me? Why? And a lot of them couldn't even they can't even answer it, you know, and I'm just like, why can't we just sit here and and think about like, why are you mad at me? And, you know, the school like high school kids, especially here, like they don't want to talk. They want to just throw a fist and fight. And I'm like, see, I think we were just all raised differently. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They're not having hard conversations and they, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're growing up, growing up in Waipawa or Hawaii, Hawaii in general yeah. too. And uh, like people want to fight. It's usually from, a, it's usually, right? Like there are times when, yeah, you might have to fight. Yeah. I, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure there are those times that you had to. But there's a lot of times when, you end up getting into a fight just because of pride. Like meaning like like there are times when you get into a fight and either you don't you don't want to fight mm-hmm. or you're kind of scared mm-hmm. and you don't want to deal with it, the consequences. Like and, and mm-hmm. you're like, no, but I have to because right, all, all of this stuff. It's it, it takes a lot more, it takes a lot more in you to just walk away. <laughs> yeah, it does. And to, and to just like forgive and to like show forbearance and move on because it does. Nobody wants to be looked at as a loser. Yeah. Nobody wants to be looked at as weak. Yeah. Nobody wants to be seen as those things. Yeah. And so you end up getting into, I mean, a lot of uh, 
a lot of those kinds of things. Yeah. But that's cool that you that and your mom were able to work through it. You guys yeah. feel like you guys have worked through it, though. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't... I'll make jokes here and there because that's the thing. We can laugh about these things. And I feel... I don't know if that's just... I, like it's maybe it's a coping thing with us but no like i'll laugh about it i don't truly care that you didn't you never did my homework with me you know i love that you're doing it with my sister every day i love that my siblings have you present you know like and i always tell her like hello you know i'm just joking but it's it's come to that that i i love my mom and i know that in the event that i did find her okay on the streets or whatever and i needed her she would be there like she like i don't think it's in a mom to not love their kid. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah. No, that's one of the Maybe coolest things. I know. I was like what you said earlier really kind of hit home when you said um, hurt people are also hurt about the fact that they hurt people. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, like it, even when, when it comes to like sin and things like yeah. that, right? Like mm-hmm. there is the sin and you feel guilt and, and, and shame for your sin. But then also you feel guilt and shame for the fact that you, yeah. you feel just terrible because you sin right and yeah. so there's these emotions there's like not just how you feel but how you feel about how you feel right mm-hmm. so you're like why mm-hmm. am i like when you're angry at yourself for being angry at something stupid mm-hmm. right like things yeah. like that yeah and uh so we oh, we all can relate to yeah. that right we all can relate to um struggling with things that was just hard for us to get out of yeah. on our own right mm-hmm. and it's cool that you're able to from a young age it seems like mm-hmm. extend that mm-hmm. to, to your mom yeah and that's why i say to this day i'm like god was always there because i feel like Cause you learn everything in the Bible and you're like, I wasn't perfect, but I kind of was steering to what he wants us to do. And we handle issues and stuff like that. And I'm like, that's crazy. Cause the Bible wasn't being preached to me and whatever I was learning in whatever church I was going, I knew I, it wasn't sticking at all. I just knew, you know, Jesus died, you know, all this and that. But when I look at what I know now and I'm thinking about how I grew up, I'm like, wow, God was always there some shape or form, you know, like, yeah. Just there. He was just there. When um, so tell me about that part. Tell me about how you came to faith. When you came to faith, and like, what was it like growing up? What was your faith like growing up? And okay. then when did it? When did you? When would you say you became a believer? Our faith growing up, I think it was more cultural. I want to say because people, I we you know we believed in Jesus. We prayed a lot. I mean, we prayed before meals. We prayed, you know, like for certain events or whatever. We did the whole um, sometimes church on Christmas and church on Easter. But um, I never knew like in death, like who, you know, God was and stuff. But so it was that for a while. Um, But you call yourself a Christian. Yeah, it was 100 percent. Like I just because um, I did get baptized in the Mormon church and everything and the way I got there is because I had really, really, really bad anxiety of the world ending. Hold on. Wait, hold on. What? You got baptized in the Mormon church? Yeah. You got a temple You got a te- temple recommend? What does that mean? I don't even know. Like what does went, that mean? You went to the classes and everything? Or? I went to the classes. In the and morning, five in the morning. Wait. Was it in the morning? or I don't know how it works, actually. I went to classes, but I don't think I went five in okay. the morning, okay, okay, so okay. I'm not sure. But I was like third grade. I okay. don't know if it works differently for kids, but... Yeah. I don't know about no temple recommend, but I put the white jumpsuit on. I think that's what it's called. I could could be wrong. I got (laughs) to check myself. And I got dunked in in their pool. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was through your great-grandparents? That was through my great-grandma because she called the... um, What are they? The ward. Elders. Missionaries. Elders. Um, She called them over because I was having panic attacks. (laughs) What age was this? Third grade? (laughs) Yeah. 
Okay, so you probably had some things that you were dealing with. You have well, panic attacks. It's because young? I learned. It's because I learned I was going. Okay, so before that, I went to Word of Life for like six months. All the way in town. All the way in town when they had the fun kids game room with all the Bro, Mickey big cardboard. Yeah, like you go to the parking lot, you hop on the bus. Yeah, like all of that where Veggie Tales was on Queen Street or something like yeah, by yeah, Queen, yeah, Queen yeah. Street. Yeah, we were, we were like. I was a word of life first. It was okay. popping back then. It was then. so much fun. Oh, it's still popping. Is the youth group popping at Word of Life? I don't know. Maybe. I'm not sure. I do see some people go. I do see their services and it looks just like a lot, but I don't think it was popping like how it right, was It was back popping then. back then. It was they were a, having it was CD thing. sales, everything. So, um, but one of the, I didn't usually go to the kid's side. I kind of always went to where the adults were. And, but one time I did go to the kid's side and they talked about, you know, lying. And the way this um, one junior leader leader explained it was, you know, don't lie to your parents because if you lie to your parents, you're going to burn in hell. Oh. No, and he said, and he did exactly this. You're going to burn in hell forever. So over for eternity. And this means eternity. You see the circle, it never ends. And I'm like, oh my God, like I've lied to my parents before. Like I've, I've lied. And I'm just like, I start just like, like I couldn't handle it. I wanted to get out of there. We go home. I tell my uncle, my auntie, my uncle, they're the one that's, that they were taking me there. And then my uncle brings up something and he says it in a jokingly way, but he talks about revelation. He talks about, well, yeah, well, one day God's going to come and everything's going to set on fire. And da, da, da. And I start hyperventilating every, even more. And I want to go home. I go home and I start crying and shaking. And I'm like, oh, my God. So my great grandma being the good Mormon that she was is like, you're never going to that church again. And she called the elders right away, you know? So that's how I got into the Mormon church because I don't know if people know, but their belief of the afterlife is a little softer. So it was kind of nice. I'm like, Oh, so, I mean, if I do go to the place with just the, that's as bright as the moon shining, then I'll be okay. Like I can deal with that much light. There was no hell. There was no eternal fire. So that's how that happened. That's crazy. Yeah. So you were going word of life from yes. a young age. Yeah. With who? With my auntie, my with mom's auntie, sister. Okay, with mm-hmm. your auntie. But you're being raised by your Mormon <laughs> great grandma. Yeah. And wow, that's okay. Okay. But like I said, like it was it was more cultural when we prayed. Like they never like sat us down. They never talked about Jesus. They never talked about their Mormon beliefs. Like all I know is two guys in white with black ties would come over every so often. That's all I knew that the of the church that she was going to. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until they invited me after all that breakdown and everything to come. Then I was going to like classes, learning about that we only, we can't drink Pepsi and all this and that. So <coughs> so you never drink Pepsi growing up? I didn't drink Pepsi for that period. That period okay, didn't okay. last though. <coughs> third, third grade to? Third grade to maybe, I want to say like to the, maybe the middle of fourth grade. Mm-hmm. Cause like the ending of 2004. And then I just, I don't remember anything else. Oh, and then I started because I'm in Waianae a lot. My auntie was going to this church in Pearl City. I'm not sure what the name is, but it's like kind of like up a hill. Um, they were Christian. But again, like I kind of like worked in the nursery a lot with my cousin. I wasn't really, again, like not hearing much about it. I would see them praying. They kind of did kind of pray. Never mind. We can cut that part out. I don't want to talk about my auntie. <laughs> but um, it was different. It was different because... They kind of do, I don't know what it would be called, but like while they're praying for someone, they're kind of like dusting the spirits away. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what that's called, but I knew they, I know they were called Christians or they were calling themselves Christians and Mormons call themselves Christians too. So this whole entire time I'm like, 
oh, I'm a Christian. Christian. And my auntie, when I went to the Mormon church, she's like, why are you there? Like, come back to Word of Life. And she was telling me, like, it's better to be a Christian. And I think she she didn't get it. Now that I know, she didn't really get it. But she was kind of like on... Maybe it sounded better. I don't know. So I, it kind of, I had this feeling in the back of my head, like, okay, whatever I do, I know I need to be Christian. Mm-hmm. Like, just had this feeling. But fast and forward. So, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But, no. Oh, you can fast forward. Go ahead. Fast sorry. forward. Um, my auntie them leave when I turn seventh grade, so I'm done going to that church. But again, it's, I, I feel like it's not really like in my life. It's just around me. It's not being sit down and listen to this and all that. But then um, from seventh grade to probably, I don't know, when did I first go to great life? Was it 11? I think 11th grade. All I had was my dearest friend, Carmen. Just You met her in seventh grade? I met her in seventh grade. On the first day of seventh grade, we just celebrated 16 years of friendship. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But um, it was just her. She was the only one. Literally the only student I know. Carmen's my sister. Yeah, Carmen's his sister. Um that just and she wasn't giving me deep lessons just kind of like if i'm swearing man stage stop talking like that you know this and that if i'm doing something else oh you know that's not cool god says this this and that and i don't know if people wrote her off as like oh the annoying christian friend but i kind of always just like kept her close because i was like this is the i just feel like this is a good person like this is good people because she's kind of we don't get all mushy and stuff with each other, but like she's kind of going against the grain of everything that we're surrounded by right now. And I think like our roles in school was very different. So like we're kind of a part of different crowds, but it was kind of like amazing that we were friends. And I think I'm a part of this crowd where that all that is just mumbo jumbo or whatever. But something in me again is just like, you have to stay close to her. You have to listen to her, you know, whatever. And so that's how it happened. And she kept going on. And, and then you followed Jesus and you lived happily ever after. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> that's fast forward, fast forward. But yeah. And then she invited me to her church, I think 2010, maybe. Um, it was like kind of like a word of lifey church, but mm-hmm. it was like great life or whatever. Didn't understand anything they were talking about either. And I would tell her that. But again, she just... Tried to keep me um, keep me grounded, I guess. Mm-hmm. She's going to your guys' study groups or care groups, or whatever, and she's coming back to me and telling me, like, hey, we learned this, we learned that. And I was always just intrigued, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I started um, reading the Bible more in 2014. Oh, no, 2012, because I thought the world was ending. So here's my anxiety back again. Oh. I had, no, I have, like... I feel like my throat's closing everything. Like my anxiety was bad and Carmen and Kale know that like we were already friends and I'm randomly, I'm just like messaging them and I'm like, Oh, did you guys hear about this? Da, 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 da. Like, you know, and then I, they, Carmen's like, Oh my gosh, just like God said this, like just relax, you know? And she sometimes wouldn't even respond cause she's over it. And I'm like, okay, let's just read the Bible. I downloaded the Bible app and I would do Bible plans. I'm still, I was, I had no direction. I'm just kind of like, okay, if it's on this app, it must be good. So there was that. And then New Hope. I was at New Hope after that. In and Like on and off, I mean, but. And you you call yourself a Christian at this I, time? 
at the time I was calling myself a Christian, but now that I know better, I was no Christian. Like, I think, I think at that time God was, I mean, which is a good thing. God was the scriptures that I was reading was kind of calming me down from all of my anxiety. I loved that. So I'm like, of course, I think like back then I'm like, of course, like, you know, like, and mind you through all of this, there's not a doubt in my mind that God is real. Mm-hmm. I just don't have it all. I don't have it put all together in my mind about what that means. But um, yeah, so he. I was reading scriptures that was calming me down and I think I just liked that. Um, that's for a couple years. And then I want to say 2018, the end of 2018. And still all this time, Carmen's keeping me close, trying to get me to do right, trying to get me to come to their church and stuff like that. And I'm kind of just like, I read, I read the verse of the day every day. And, you know, I, I, like I was, then I was one of those people like, I don't need to go to church, you know, God knows my heart and stuff like that. So <laughs> that was that for I don't know, four years or whatever. And then 2018 came, um, I went through a really bad, bad episode in my life where I was just felt dark and empty. And then I felt like God wasn't telling me the things that made me feel good. He was telling me like, like all of us when, you know, a lot of people that they don't even know that they're doing is you're rejecting him because for yourself. So I started doing that. I started rejecting him completely. Um, and at the time I had, I mean, still one of my really good friends, they filled my head up with, um, what is it called? New agey stuff. Mm-hmm. So I dipped into that. And at the time it was popular. Like what's, uh, what's new agey stuff? Crystals, tarot cards intentions when the full moon is there um uh, manifesting all of that like i was i and i wanted that to be real you want it to be real because it gives you um it's a it's it's promising you what you want so that's what i was in and i just and okay so mind you sorry 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 ever since that third grade breakdown i've prayed every night i don't miss like because that same night of that third grade breakdown, we had a storm in Hawaii. I don't rem- know if you guys remember, but it was two twisters that we had. Like it was twisting the bad rain. That scared me because I thought this is it. This is the revelation mm-hmm. that my uncle was talking about. So the next day I wrote and I started praying in my, and I like nobody told me to, but I felt like that's what I'm hearing, right? Like you got to go to God for all your problems. So I'm like, okay, every night I prayed. When I'm in this new agey stuff, it's a habit already at this point. And I'm like, okay, I'm praying. And I'm like, wait, who am I praying to if I don't believe in God? And, but still at the end of every prayer, it's like in his powerful name, we pray, you know, like, amen. Then one day my friend was talking to me about her issues. And she said like, you know, I think I just need to go to, go to God. And I looked at her and I feel, oh my gosh, I still feel guilty to this day. I felt I don't know. I kind of felt like almost evil in that moment when I said, God's not real. I, I, and I've never said that in my life. And you know how I said like all that time to me, there's no doubt in my mind that God's real. So when I said that, I immediately felt disgusted with myself. I was like, what the heck? Like you sound like these idiots, you know, like, oh, sorry. Sound like these people who don't believe in God, (laughs) you know, like, (laughs) sorry. Just so happened. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. (laughs) just so happened that day um that was on a lunch break at work i went back to work carmen texts me and says do you want to come to the hillsong concert with me and leah and i'm like 
okay, why not? Love their music. I loved their music at the time. So we go, and I'm just, you know, what their music does to you. <laughs> so I'm like, man, and they're saying stuff because they their music is has Bible verses in it, you know? I love it. I know, yeah. <laughs> they have Bible verses in it. And I start asking Carmen questions. Wait, what, why, does, why did they say this? This doesn't make sense, you know? Start questioning. And she's like, oh, you know, whatever. And I think Leah even told her, wait, Stacia's a believer because I have my hands up and I have my eyes closed. And I'm just like, you know, and I'm like, dang, am I? You know, then we start running at Koalina, you know, getting getting fit. And again, these questions are just coming. I'm trying to reject them. Like, that's questions why from Carmen. From me. From yourself. I'm, yeah, I'm asking Carmen, what do you mean? And at this point, because of that break that we, because our friendships have breaks, you know, where we don't see each other for a while. And for a, I think since from the last time she saw me, it was like, yeah, I'm a believer. Till this time, now I'm on new agey. She, I think she's kind of just like, what the heck? You know, like she didn't have to explain this deep before. But now I'm like, I want to reject it. So she's telling me these things. And I'm like, mm, no, but the stars is in Jupiter. And I was born on January 11 at this time, you know, like, and she's just not having it. But I'm not like my, I don't know. I want to say now, like my spirit's not having it. My spirit knows I'm being so stupid and I just keep going. I just keep asking questions. And then she told me, just come to church, dude. She told me to come to church because I had another <laughs> I had another like panic attack. So I went to church. Her and Kaya picked me up, went to church. And their pastor day, there was doing an assurance of pardon. And that's when I felt, I feel like this is so, it sounds magical. But it is magical. It I is feel magical. God is magical, man. We live in the magical world that God made. We sure do. Like, yeah. So he's doing the assurance of pardon. And he's reading a verse and letting us know, like, just know, beloved, that you are forgiven. You are free. And everything I was kind of holding on to, everything I thought that made me feel dirty or whatever, I was like, hold up. Like, it's like, and God can do anything. So I know that this is like a moment where he just was like, I mean, not like a magical motion or anything, but my mind just was like, hold on. Like, Jesus came. He died on a cross for my sins. Like, I am free. And since then, I feel like that was it. That was that changing moment. Mm. What was that? 2020. Yeah. Mm-hmm. COVID year. Oh, 2019. Yeah, 2020. 2020. 2020. Yeah. Because we're outside. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think that that's, <laughs> that's really, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. Man. I, yeah. It's a lot. I have no, I was bad for so long. And then, boom, he saved me. I feel like. He was always there. Then I just wanted to reject him completely. And he said, no. Mm. I was that one wow. that went away from the 99. That's amazing. It is. And so that's, see, here, here's, here's back to your Hillsong comment. Oh. <laughs> I like their music and it does mm-hmm. make you feel something. It does. But what's interesting is like when Sorry. you do an assurance of pardon, something that like, for a lot of people, it's just it's part of the liturgy, so you just mm-hmm. do it, and mm-hmm. you know it mm-hmm. feels it feels religious too. I mean, mm-hmm. it feels like yeah. a thing that you just do, mm-hmm. and and sometimes it's good. It's a good it's yeah. a good thing to do in in a, in a service in a, in a worship service in a worship gathering. We don't have assurance of pardon in the same way you guys do, but yeah. but we assure people yeah. those who belong yeah. to Christ every 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 Sunday. But even in that, you felt something. Yeah, you felt the relief of 
um, the gospel, you felt the forgiveness, you felt the cleansing, mm-hmm. right? You mm-hmm. felt like, and and, it's, and 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 people always emphasize it's not a feeling. At the same time, at the same time, it's not mm-hmm. devoid of feeling it, coming yeah. to the gospel. I feel like yeah, you like if you're not excited about the gospel, yes. then I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, like if you're more excited, like if you can, if you can. Um, watch a football game and jump up and down like mm-hmm. a, like like an idiot mm-hmm. right yeah but then the gospel the fact that you've been cleansed from all your sin doesn't get you jumping up and down sometimes yeah, yeah. i think that's a you problem not De- a definitely right you know yeah. what i mean and so that's cool that you had that and um that 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 feeling so um when mm-hmm. when you come to believe the gospel when you come to believe in jesus what what changes immediately almost everything things i want to do things i want in life um, I am a wife and a mom now. I have never wanted that in my life. Um, like the Instagram memes, I wanted to be the rich auntie that spoils her nephews and her nieces, but never wanted kids. And I think that stems from I had to raise my siblings. I know how hard it is. Okay. But just never wanted it. Never wanted the nuclear family or anything. Um, but immediately I wanted it. Like immediately I'm texting Carmen, like, oh my gosh, I hope I have, you know, two kids and the whole white picket fence, big American house, like. In Hawaii. In Hawaii. <laughs> so, yeah. But no, so, so you wanted to be a mom. I wanted to you be wanted a You wanted to be a wife. You I wanted, wanted to be, be a wife. I wanted to serve in that way, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, um, I, I think what it was because I was rejecting. Because I think even, uh, we're just wired. Women are wired. To, I, I believe women are wired to want that. You know, even if, they say they don't know what I never identified as a woman, so I don't know. Yeah. Well, nowadays you can, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, yeah. Um, well, I saying, was, well, saying you can get us boosted up the algorithm? Because if so, you can. <laughs> you can identify as anything. You know, anything is. You can. Whatever. <laughs> you can. Technically. You can. Okay, anyways. I'm going to risk. I mean, okay. <laughs> um, but, um, also, I was, I loved doing stuff that wasn't you know in line with the gospel like like drinking and just going out with friends being getting drunk yeah 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 sorry getting drunk like getting drunk i mean you know just a, a bunch of influences um even just the scenes that i was around all of it changed mm. so much so that the friends i've had for years you start to kind of drift away you know mm-hmm. um everything i think even the way i started responding to people when they came to me about their issues because i'm that friend like they want to talk to me whatever tell me what they're going through and not niele but i'm here to listen not niele not niele i'm not asking for this yeah and half of the time it's like i care about you i don't really care about this issue because you know but i care about you so i'm gonna listen Mm -hmm. and it went from you know whatever stupid advice it was good advice. I just think it wasn't um, biblical advice mm-hmm. to biblical advice to you don't want you don't want God involved. Don't ask me. <laughs> I did a TikTok on that. <laughs> really? Oh, it's just like a sound, whatever. But yeah, if you don't want God involved, don't ask me. And it was amazing. I was uh, I feel like what is, what do they call like a baby Christian when you're kind of just in that stage where you're like i figured it out i want to tell everybody mm-hmm. but i also want to tell everybody how wrong they are so 
not the best stage to be in, but yeah. I was, you know, I was getting it. <laughs> and, and you, um, yeah, I think everybody goes through that phase. Yeah. The thing, the thing that, the thing that really helped me was I had a lot of people in my life when, when I was younger. Um, like one guy, one one pastor asked me the question, you know, and he asked it to the whole group, not just me, but I feel mm-hmm. like he was speaking to me, and he was like, I don't understand why, like you guys who talk about the grace of God. Mm-hmm. do it in such a mean way mm-hmm. like your your words aren't seasoned with salt you're not you're not gracious yeah. as you're talking about the grace of god yeah. um as if as if we weren't so far off as if like like when i think about it when i think about how god worked in my life it really was his kindness through other people that led me to repentance right led me to believe right mm-hmm. um and god is the one that determines the method for sure like we don't we meaning like god is the one who points us to how to share the gospel, how to evangelize, how to share, how to talk about Jesus with other people, how to confront people. Mm-hmm. But the times when I've been confronted on my sin that have led to the kind of the biggest impact in my life have been times when guys sat me down graciously and confronted me graciously. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And didn't like, I, I never had the moment where somebody went like, you're a sinner and you're going to hell. Mm-hmm. And I just went, thanks, man. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I, I didn't know. But now I, now that I know. Yeah. Yeah. I got to repent. You're right. You know, like I never had that. You yeah. know, it was always like God being super kind to me through my friends, through these other people yeah. that led me to actually repent. You know, yeah. it helped me to see like, oh, OK, mm-hmm. you know, those guys love me or or that's loving. You know, they didn't. They, yeah. Like it's removing every other stumbling block. Like if, I'm, if, they're, if you're going to let people stumble over anything, don't let it be your tone. Don't let it be like, let it be the gospel. Let it be the fact that Jesus really lived. Jesus really died for your sins and he Mm -hmm. really rose again. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's enough for people to be like, that's ridiculous. You know what I mean? It is. It is. (laughs) And Jesus is the Lord. If you reject him, you reject life. Yeah. That's enough. That is. That was so nice. I need to use that because I'm still kind of (laughs) learning. Yeah. But I think it's because naturally I, I, what I, one of my downfalls or, is that I am judgy. I'm judgmental. So I think when I started to get it, you know, it's not easy to release your old self. So I'm still kind of going with that. Then, yeah. Then I started seeing like, um, I don't know, but quotes by like really smart guys who study the Bible that, um, yeah, like, what is it? Um, theology without love, mm-hmm. you know, is, is not the way you want to go. Even love without theology. Yeah. I, th- I saw like a thing about that. I don't know who like, said it. Yeah, speak the truth in love. Um, yeah. If you don't have love, you're a clanging symbol, a noisy yeah. gong. Yes, yes, First yes. Corinthians 13. Yes. We'll preach it on it, by the way, in a couple weeks. Yes. Um, but yeah, like you're you're just a clanging symbol. At that point, like you're, yeah. you're no good to anybody. Yeah. Right? If you don't have love. And again, not the way the culture defines love, because love yeah. doesn't always mean like, tell you what you want to hear. Love, yeah. the love doesn't always mean like, you know, never going to offend you. Love, yeah. lo- but but love is, there is something about love that's that we recognize, this graciousness. And, yeah, the yeah, softness. The softness of yeah. it, the gentleness of it, right? No. Which is like when God tells husbands to love your wives as Christ love the church, right? Yeah. Wrapped up in those commands mm-hmm. is like not only a sacrificial being, being sacrificing, but there's also the fact of um, 
live with your wives in an understanding way. Yeah. Live with her as if she's the weaker vessel. So there's this gentleness mm-hmm. that you got to have with your wife. Yeah. And so there's a gentleness that you got to have with love. Like yeah. love is gentle, right? Yeah. Love is kind. Yeah. And I think that it's, it's easy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's easy online to yeah. forget those kinds of things. Or yeah. it's easy through text to forget those kinds of things. That's true. Because I've always really spoke harshly to people. Um, online. Through online or text. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in person, yeah. it's harder. It's harder because you're dealing with a person and you remember that. And I think it's easy to forget that when you're talking online and when you're speaking the gospel online, you're you're not speaking to just statistics and handles and you know profile pictures or avatars. You're speaking to actual people. Yeah. And 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 I think that it's easy for Christians to like engage in the game the world plays, doing mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, taking mm-hmm. you know. Whereas like, but but our standard is not the way the world plays the game on social media. Yeah. Our standard is the way Christ conducted Himself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah. 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 I'm trying. I'm, I'm learning that too, though. Yeah, like I think I'm so much better than I was, but I think, like I said, naturally I was just really a judgy person, and I'm so tough. Like tough love is a thing. So like how you say like you did it more on text and online. It was easy for me to do it in person too because I was already that person. Like you want to know what I really think about you, you can go ask Stacia. Like you know, like I'm gonna tell you, like you know, and and so when it came about this, that's why I said like, oh, don't let me get a hold of this because now it's like I'm just gonna tell you straight. Well, this is what it is, mm-hmm. you know. But I like to say it in person because I feel like texts get taken wrong. You just yeah. think I'm being mean, but if we have a conversation and I am saying like. Yeah, but this is what it is. But you you know me. Mm-hmm. I you know you're like, no, oh, but Stacia just really cares, you know. Like mm-hmm. but I don't know, maybe not. Maybe some people don't take it the way I think they're taking it. <laughs> well, like what is your friendships like cuz um with with um friends that aren't Christians anymore? Well, what we're all like? still we're all still like I mean, I don't hang out with them as much as I used to. I don't Oh, you're a mom. Yeah, cuz I'm a wife. mom. I'm a yeah. wife, you know. But if I wasn't a mom and a wife and I was a Christian, we'd still be doing lunch dates, you know, like, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. They know me. They know that this tough love thing, even though they don't want to hear none of it, they understand that that's the way I love. You were about this life, even when you were not walking with Jesus, you were, you were still this way. Yeah, Meaning, I was still this way. Telling you what I believe. Yeah. Telling you what I think is what I think you should do. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. So you just, now you're a Christian and now you're. Now that's what I'm this, doing. But this is my personality. And but this time. now it's like. Can't. For Jesus. Yeah. Now it's like, <laughs> you got to relax a little, back it up. It can't always be flipping tables, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, like, yeah. so, yeah. But, and I think a, a stranger more so, or someone I just met, I might be a little nicer because you don't know how I am. So you might take it wrong. But that's rare that a random stranger is going to come up and start talking to me about their problems. So Yeah, that is rare. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's rare. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. You should be ready in season <laughs> oh, and out of season. Yeah. But man, that would be strange. That would be. See? Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. Yeah. Man, so that that's like a, like your faith journey is like. Ooh. It's a, wi- it's, it's a. It's almost it's a windy like contradicting road. too. Like a whole. Oh my gosh. I don't know. It's so hard to explain someone about a, something to someone about a season you were in then say you were in this season it's like yeah but why did you i don't know like i don't know i was just kind of going with the flow Mm -hmm. you know like a dead fish Mm -hmm. dead fish go with the flow yeah what what so knowing knowing that when you when you think about all of um your journey walking with the lord where you're at now Mm -hmm. what makes you so sure what makes you so sure that 
this is that the now way. this is it. You know, since you've been through so much, you've been through so many different things. Because the peace that you feel is crazy. And I want it for everybody. I cry when I think about this peace that it gives you. Um, Because that's what we're doing, you know, with all these bad things, with all these other things that we believe we're filling a void. And um, it's hard to convince people, but when you fill that void with Jesus, like the right way, let like you can never go wrong. Like even in your worst times, even, oh, I don't want to say that because it's a sensitive time right now, but just even in your worst times, the peace that God gives you, the Bible, like, um, and my husband always used to tell me through the years, like, oh, there's nothing new under the sun. I don't know. I thought he was just getting quotes from Tumblr or something, but no, it's in the Bible. <laughs> it's in the Bible. He was using Ecclesiastes and, and, <laughs> yeah. and looking smart. I should have did that. Yeah, no, and yeah, <laughs> smart, but no. Um, I couldn't pull that one. You know why? Dang. My wife was Leah. Yeah, yeah. And of course, you're like, you misquoted it, okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I'd be like, okay, I guess, but... Then I, I read, I read it and I'm like, oh, but then you start reading more books and you're like, this Bible covers everything, mm-hmm. any situation that you think it doesn't touch up on wrong. It does. Mm-hmm. Maybe not specifically, maybe not. Hey, Martha, you didn't get this job because of this, but it's in there. It can be applied to all of life. And honestly, you just got to read it. Mm-hmm. Like, and, a, you know, a lot of people who reject it haven't read it a lot of people but i know you know Mm -hmm. there's a higher tier to that but i just think like yeah well what you're saying most people don't reject the bible having thought about it logically yes Uh, most people don't most people and and to be and to be fair most people that come to believe in christianity don't just believe it because they they came to it logically yeah some people that's the case but most people that we interact with most people that that either reject it or don't reject it accept it yeah they come to it based on Things they think, yeah, and yeah, um, connections they make, or, yeah. or the way someone made them feel, yeah, and, you know, like it's like it there's a anything. there's a lot of things, yeah, going on. And we know as Christians that when we come to believe, it's because of the grace of God. It's because He mm-hmm. opened our eyes mm-hmm. and He made us love something that we would have hated otherwise. Yep. Um, but for other people, I, yeah. I do notice that man, they they reject the Bible, they reject a God they don't even know, yeah, intimately. They don't yeah. know well, even though Romans one does say that. Although they knew God, they they did not acknowledge Him, right? yeah. but they gave themselves over, you know. Yeah. So, um, but at the same time, like I think that is true. Like yeah. that people sometimes they don't know what they're rejecting. Yeah, like because like the sad part too is like as a pastor, right? Like mm-hmm. sometimes you you deal with um, other like people that have been hurt by the church. Yeah, and they like I can't they can't do Christianity because of people this. in the church that have hurt mm-hmm. them. And I know that I know that there's sin involved in every situation like that even on the person that says like i'm gonna reject you because of how somebody else treated me like dude why would you reject jesus yeah at the same time man they're they're the way the way we treat people and the way the way that we interact with people does have an effect on you know it does have an effect on on people and their receptiveness to the gospel oh yeah 100 percent. like that's why it's so sad because i get it i get it when these people are talking bad about christians you know like I've met those or anybody. I don't want to just say Christians. Any church people, like I get anybody it. trying to convince somebody convince of anything. Some, of anything. Yeah. Like I get it because you you some people only ever run into the wrong people, and that's mm-hmm. so sad. But yeah, I'm just here to say mm-hmm. it's it's not we're not all like that. <laughs> <laughs> so what was like um um 
after you became a believer, how has your relationship been like with fa- with family? That I mean, it's good. Mm-hmm. I um, I think they all they're just kind of um, they're my family is very respectful. Respect is super big on that side of uh, my mom's side, so it's never no um, what do you want to call it? like just dismissing me or whatever. Hostile. Yeah, never. Yeah. Um, but which is kind of like um. Not always the right thing to do because if mm-hmm. I was doing something bad, I would like some hostile response of stop. But yeah. no, yeah, they're they take to it well. Um, they've all already asked me so much questions like, "What what happened?" or "How did how did you come to this?" or "Oh hey, I read this with this." And I don't know. Like right now, I can't say that they're saved, but I can only hope. And just these questions alone are so. Mm-hmm. I love it. So it seems like the Lord's moving you. Yeah. But again, with them, everything in my response has got involved, Mm -hmm. you know, like Mm -hmm. they want to vent about something. I'm like, well, if you, you know, I mean, I have to be more gracious, but it's like, well, if you just, you know, God, this and God, that Mm -hmm. the peace. Yeah. 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 But yeah, nothing. I didn't separate. I mean, you know, I don't have those stories where family, because I hear those stories where families are just like. Oh, I yeah. don't want you're nothing a to do now. with you. You're done. Yeah, but yeah. no, it's not like that. No, that's awesome. That's yeah. good. That's good. Yeah. I mean, that's I think it's I think um for me, I just uh I expect I'm expectant. So I, I don't I know like in my theology, I know God God is the one who saves. Yeah. Like and, and we don't control yeah. to get saved. But I expect I, I live with like an expectation that yeah. if someone is like around me mm-hmm. and I'm a Christian, mm-hmm. I'm like God wants to impact their life. Like yeah. God, God wants them to be saved. I'm yeah, like, keep talking to me because yeah. we're, we're gonna talk about Jesus, you know. <laughs> yeah. But it's not like it's not like like I'm not a salesperson. I'm not like peddling it, but I just know like, man, you get so much more peace and you get so much more relief. Like I know how messed up a person I am internally. I know how mm-hmm. I'm, how how broken of a person I am, mm-hmm. and. And I know I'm not alone. Like I, maybe I'm arrogant and prideful in yeah. thinking yeah. that yeah, I can't be the only messed up person in this world. Oh no, that's gotta just be true. other people. Yeah. And so if I'm not the only messed up person, then there's some all you other people are messed up yeah. and you're hiding it very well. <laughs> yeah. But you feel the guilt and the shame that comes mm-hmm. with knowing that you sin mm-hmm. and fall short of God's glory. Mm-hmm. And you think that running away is going to help you and it ain't going to help you. Yeah. The only like the the whole thing about the gospel is the person that we feel we need to run away from, God, because yeah. we violated his commands is the same person we need to run to True. because even though yes, we have violated his command, he provided a way for us to be saved. Yeah. And God is since the Old Testament slow to anger and abounding in steadfast mm-hmm. love, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't like he is more than willing to save anybody that comes to him. Yeah. And I think that yep. Like when people have a misunderstanding of what it means to be a Christian, that being a Christian means like I got everything in order. I got everything working properly in my life. I yep. am living and life is going well. When when you may, when that is Christianity, right? When life is all well put together, I don't struggle with any doubt. I don't struggle with any sin or the sins I struggle with mm-hmm. are in the past tense, right? Mm-hmm. Ne- never present tense sins, yeah. right? Then people who are struggling with sins, who yeah. are looking at their life go, maybe that's not for me. Mm-hmm. Because I can't relate mm-hmm. to that, right? Yeah. And I want to just say, that's all of us. Yeah. That's all of us. Yeah, and I just yeah. got to say that. And they don't, a lot of them, I didn't understand it. Yeah. That's why it was relieving to hear some stories from 
you know, some Christians about how they're struggling, not how they struggled, because I feel like in the churches I went to, they always talk about their past struggles. I was a drug addict on the streets. And now look at me. I'm a pastor in this look church. Look at me. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, look what I look what you can be. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's like that. Look, you know, and now I have this house and this wife and, and I'm just like, you, you know, you leave the service feeling empowered. Mm -hmm. Then you go and sin and you're like, okay, clearly it's not for me. Clearly this is not the life I'm supposed to be living. So it's so important for people out there to understand that we're struggling too. Except who do, who are you going to for your struggles? Mm -hmm. Where does your peace come from? Mm -hmm. You know, like, and it sucks. It yeah. just sucks. It's sad. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for me, like, that's what I don't want. I don't want people to, like, I, I'm, I'm way more okay. I, I'm a pastor too, so I'm way more okay yeah. with people... I want them to, if they choose to reject something, I want them to reject the gospel. Yeah. I don't want them to. No, reject you don't. The I know. Yeah. But if you're going to reject something, reject the, the gospel as presented. Yeah. Don't reject the prosperity gospel. Don't reject these, the, the gotta be religious yeah. gospel, right? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, don't, don't reject the workspace gospel. All yeah. these other gospel pictures that aren't beautiful to me. They aren't yeah. good to me. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, if, like workspace you got to give this much you got to do this much all these things right like I, I i don't want that so like one of the things that i think the church has to do a good job of is be clear on the gospel yeah and what it is you know yeah and it feels like uh just as a pastor i keep saying that i don't know why i keep saying that but it feels like every I week i preach the same thing <laughs> in yeah. a sense yeah or i'm highlighting the gospel but the reason is the gospel is so important and it's so crucial for people to understand what exactly is the gospel. What is this gospel mm -hmm. that I don't like? Mm -hmm. Or what is this gospel that I believe in? Yeah. Right. And I, it's like they need to know that because how can you um, reject when I'm telling you that everything you feel dirty about, everything you feel guilty about is done? Come to Christ. Just come to Christ. How can you reject that? And it's, I mean, you know, the devil works, but... I just, if you know that, like how you said, just tell them the gospel, then when they reject that, then it's like, okay, it kind of like becomes clearer on, you mm -hmm, know, mm -hmm. but, but at least they know, but that. at least they know. Like when I hear people are like, man, I feel like they came from a church that was like, it's all about money or something like that. Mm -hmm. Right. Like something like that. Or there's abuse of power and authority. And, yeah. Um, or there was like a heavy handed approach to like members in the church where the pastor could do whatever he wanted. Right. I'm like, yo, give give the church, give the gospel a, sh a shot. Yeah. Or something. You know, like that that was not it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you might not like it still. Yeah. You might still rather sin and live yeah. in your sin. 100%. But, but what you're rejecting yeah. is not the gospel. Yeah. So give it, give it a shot. Yeah. Then come and tell me. Yeah. Then come and tell then me. I'll then I'll figure can, out what then to we can have, you. Yeah. Where to place you in my life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then we can go down the all apologetics route. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And start talking about all, all the arguments for the existence of God and things like that. Yeah. yeah but until then, until, but then, until then, yeah. And let's that's just what, get clear on what we're talking about here. And that's what um, my husband used to tell me because I used to go over the years, um, I'd hear all these arguments online and I'd be like, hey, this, this guy had like one. It's so stupid now, but I said, this guy's talking about how the Bible's not real. It doesn't mention dinosaurs and this and that. All these so who cares things. And all he told me was like, he didn't even want to acknowledge that dude. Or, you know, because I was like, what, well, you know, what kind of response do you have to that? And it's like, that's not even like, that's why you think the Bible's not real? Or that's why you think God's not real? Because there's no dinosaurs? Like, 
let like he said like he wouldn't even get into a conversation with someone unless they knew the gospel unless they knew what we were really you know conversing mm-hmm. about like going back and forth about if and if you don't know that then it's right yeah now it's a whole different conversation we have to have if you don't know that yeah yeah, yeah. like that's the basics right yeah like let's just get now there. i know yeah let's just get there <laughs> well, that's a good thing yeah so um what is it like um what what has it been like for you with um just kind of getting through all of that and getting married becoming a mom your whole past experience your whole past experience being raised and and your mom your own mom not yeah. being there when when you were kind of a kid mm-hmm. being raised by your, grandpa- your great grandparents yeah how has that affected the way you deal with your son and and is it um i'm just so happy that i found christ before i got married before i had a kid um i'm not sure what life would have looked like, but I don't think it would have looked this good. Marriage isn't easy. That's first and foremost. But when you understand God's design, which I knew beforehand, you, I feel like you're, you can't do nothing but get through it. You know, I mean, I know there's some instances or whatever where it can, you know, you do know what it is and it just happens the way it happens. But there's that, like, and I'm so grateful for that. Um, because I, because when I came to Jesus, my whole mind about having a family changed and I just want to keep that. I want to, I want my family and, you know, all this and that. My son, well, I just want to raise him up in Jesus. You know, I want to do the exact opposite of what, you know, the people raising me did. I want to train him in the way that he should go. Like, and I also want to be present. My mom, I love you, mom. I love you so much, Mm -hmm. but you weren't present. And so that affects, you know, even if I'm, more mature than the other kids, even if I can understand it and I'm forgiving, it still affects the way my day-to-day goes, learning things, you know. I want to be so present for my son, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I want his dad to be present. Mm-hmm. We grew up in a culture where that's not glorified, I think, enough, you know. So I'm so glad I got to know God before I did these big yeah. things because it's yeah. big. That's big. Getting married and having a kid, it's big. Yeah, yeah. So, Yeah. Man. I love it, man. And I, I didn't want to just, just encourage you to, and and just thinking about your mom, your mom too. And like I said, I'm so grateful because I, I, you guys, just to me from the outside, you guys mm-hmm. have a have a great relationship. Yeah. You know, like you love your mom, your mom loves you. You can tell your mom loves you. Yeah. Um, But even then, like, like one of the, the best parts about the gospel, well, the best part, one of the best parts about God, right, is his is sovereignty. Mm-hmm. And the fact that even though you feel like you lost so much time, yeah, and even though you feel like you know, like there there are times when um, just your mom was struggling with her own things, and yeah. she had you know stuff going on, and you have stuff going on, and you had to, you had to pick up the pieces, uh, yeah. like do do your thing. At the same time, like God is so good and He's so sovereign that even those things can work out for good. And yeah. even those things can turn, like your relationship with your mom can be just this amazing, beautiful thing. And like a part of the gospel story, the experience isn't just the forgiveness. Yeah. It isn't just like the refuge you get in Jesus, but it's also the um, the fact that you get redemption. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so even for like people that are struggling with addiction, because my wife um, and, you know, I mean, our families yeah. at times. We know people that have struggled with addiction, Yeah. even in my wife's family. And it's just, it's a fight to believe it, but you have to believe it because it's yeah. true that redemption is just available, is just as much available to 
people as the forgivenesses. Yeah. And I'm talking about like, like whatever feeling you have of yourself and whatever you feel about the past mistakes that you made. Mm -hmm. When God sees you, he sees you as he sees his son, if you believe in him. Yeah. And he sees you as beautiful and pleasant and good and gracious. Like, and, 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 and like, he's just ready to be gracious to you. Mm -hmm. And what the world sees as like mistakes and what the world sees as like, uh, used used goods, whatever. I just mm-hmm. whatever. Like you, 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 you wasted all this time. God sees as beautiful, and God can do a lot of work with that. God yep. can do so much more out of somebody submitted to Him, no matter what. Like mm-hmm. what the last 20, 30 years have looked like. Yeah, God can do more with you than He can over somebody who thinks they're too they're too prideful and they have it all together to mm-hmm. come to God. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. And to me, that's Amen. the beautiful part about it. You know. Like there's so much that that people who have struggled in the past with their mistakes and and that passage from 1 John sticks out to me that if we confess our sins, just talk about our Mm -hmm. sins to God, right? If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins. Yeah. He's faithful and just to forgive you for all the stuff you did. And he's um, faithful and just to forgive you your sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Yeah. Right, all the all the things that make you feel dirty, all the things that make you feel sinful, all the things that make you feel like, man, if I if people knew this about me, they would be ashamed. Mm-hmm. Well, as a Christian, you don't have to walk in shame. Don't at all. You right? don't, and man, it's a yeah. good feeling, guys. Yeah. It's yeah. a really good feeling. Like the Apostle Peter, right, abandoned Jesus, rejected Jesus, and mm-hmm. and, and after being impacted by you know Jesus, seeing Jesus resurrected, mm-hmm. being empowered by the Spirit, stands up and preaches to three thousand. How are you going to do that? You just yes. denied him. Yes. Right? The Apostle Paul, how you, yes. you killed a bunch of Christians. How are you going to show your face over here and talk about Jesus? Mm-hmm. And you just you just show up. But you just you show do. Up. Yeah. And people, um, I've had that said to me before in a nice way because friends, it's like, oh, people are not going to take you seriously. Hello, look at how you used to live. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. And I, I feel like, one, I'm free of that. That can't hold, that can't hold me down. Two, shouldn't you listen to me more than I've been where you were, like mm-hmm. where you are, where I've been where you are, like, and look, and, and I'm here now and I'm not giving you the fake story of, you know, the, but if you just do this, like the, like, I don't know what to call it. Um, the prosperity gospel. I'm not giving you that. I'm not giving you workspace, nothing. Like this is all I'm telling you, you know, recite the gospel and look at me. Like, don't you think that's pretty awesome? And mm-hmm. I think that's cool to just be an example to these people too. Yeah. 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 What's uh what would you say to again, we talked about this yesterday, but what, what would you say to yourself? Taking care of your siblings, <sighs> fourth grade, Stacia, like what would you say? You you came across her, you know? What do you say? What are you wearing? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh snap. No, no, no. I wish I had a button all, to say that. In sixth grade, I was most likely to be rich and famous, okay, and best dressed. At Honowai? Check the yearbooks, okay. I was fly in my Walmart clothes. I was fly. But um, You know what's funny? I hated Walmart clothes. Didn't want to wear them. I wanted to wear the fancy stuff from Ross, okay. But (laughs) I'd be rocking Walmart clothes now. Yeah. I love them. They're so expensive. They're expensive now, but they're still cheaper than what's out there. Than department stores, they say. Yes. But but bro, I love it. Yeah. I'm like, bro, Walmart is awesome. Yeah. They got like $2 tank tops in every color. I love it. You wouldn't even know someone's wearing Walmart. That's the thing. Like, you don't know if you know how to put your outfit together. These people don't know. No, I don't know how. I just don't know. (laughs) I mean, but after a certain age, it's all about comfort anyway. So, but what I would tell her is um, to just keep going. That. It's hard. Um, 
no, this isn't the typical life a fourth grader should be, you know, you shouldn't be doing all of this, but it's going to pay off in the end. Like there is a plan. God has this amazing plan for you. It might take you a few bump in the roads, you know, all that, but it's so worth it. And I would say that I feel like, okay, maybe not. I don't know. I wouldn't know, but I feel like even if I wasn't here now, I feel like somebody should tell her that because when you come to Jesus, like even if you don't see it in, in this lifetime, it's it's not about this life. It's like the next, like you're going to be so, you know, it's worth it. Like mm-hmm. just keep going down that path, find God, do everything you can to stay close to him and you can never lose. Do what God's word is telling you to do. You can never lose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, I, I think about it like, oh, there's kids right now that are going through that, you know, like there's kids yeah. right now um, that are going through that and we don't know who they are. Yeah. Right? Some, sometimes we don't know who they are. We don't know what situation they're in. And yeah, yeah there's so much uh, brokenness in the world. You know? Oh, yeah. And going through worse than that, you know, yeah. Yeah. so just and I just I just want to, you know, I pray for the world every night because it's one of those you pray for one thing, one thing, and, you know, you end up praying for everybody in the world, saved, unsaved, whatever. <laughs> but I hope someone's there for that kid. Yeah. And I hope they come to Jesus. I hope yeah. they're the elect. You know. <laughs> yeah, we don't know who they are. Yeah, we don't we know, know the elect. Are. We don't. That's what I'm saying to it you. It might yo. not be me and it might not be you. No, we just no, don't know. No, I believe in Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Am I part of the elect? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Just because if I'm not, then I'm not. But yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, if they're in my life, I'm like, I'm just gonna assume you trying to. Yeah. I'm gonna assume, I'm assume that God wants to save you because I think to, that too. The gospel has the power to save. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm keep sharing it with you. Yeah, you can be a totally different religion, no religion. You're mm-hmm. here because yeah. I need to tell you this. You know? <laughs> yeah, man, that's awesome. What, what, yeah. like, what? Um, you went to Honowai. How was that? How's Honowai? I love Honowai. I don't know how it is now, but I loved it. It was my, I mean, I was going to say my favorite school. It's my only school, but from preschool to sixth grade. You was there preschool? Yeah, but my mom went there too. Wow. Yeah, your mom so went to Honowai? My mom went to Honowai. Oh, so your mom is Waipahu through and through. She's a Waipahu girl. 94 block. 94 block. Yeah, all that. The best. Yeah. So <laughs> um, I loved it though. I thought our principal was voted you know best principal in the nation i think like two years in a row mr young was he principal with you guys i don't know probably mr young and mrs Renge was the vice principal i mean i don't know yeah wow but yeah i was on tv in second grade um i was a really smart like second grader no like i was gonna i was supposed to skip the second grade yeah that's how smart oh what i want to say i was because i'm just not into all of it anymore but like i'm just i'm just being a wife and a mom but um yeah, but I was on TV because one of our teachers, one of the fifth, sixth grade teachers at a time, he wrote a book and they wanted somebody to read the book on TV. Like the news people were there and it was me because I could read higher. And I, I don't know if they wanted to just like show off or something, but yeah. So I was at the cafeteria on the stage. Uh, my classmates, they were playing the characters in the book and I'm reading on, in the, on the microphone and everybody's like, oh my gosh. I always forget about that, but yeah. Wow. I forget what the book was about, about animals, kind of like, yeah, but it was by uh, Mr. Villanueva. Mm-hmm. So That's that was cool. I loved Hanawai, all the activities. <sighs> Sadly, I only went to A plus like two days. I wanted to go to A plus, but. A plus was horrible That's... for us, for me and my brother. 
Bro, we just wanted to get out of there. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh my god. Like I didn't like A plus at all. Like I just wanted because I, you're skipping Dragon Ball Z, first of all. Oh. You skip that's Dragon Ball why. Z. Second of all, you're at the school like till late. And my oh. mom would get off at five. So my mm-hmm. mom's getting there like yeah. it's the Everybody's end. Going, yeah. Everybody's going home. So yeah. we're always the last one. Dang. Man, and I just felt like kids are mean. Oh. Kids are so mean. You're probably one of the cool kids. Yeah. Yeah, not me. Like, yeah, we were really? all, no, 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 no. This no, no, is not so crazy. Not at all. I'm Samoan Filipino and that was like a rarity back then. Oh yeah. So like I feel like even you're like, are you Samoan? No, you're Filipino. Okay. Are you are you Filipino? And because no, you Samoan. look Filipino too, yeah. Like yeah. you don't, you know. Yeah. No, nah, I look more like Filipino. This back is before then. Manny Pacquiao, okay? Yeah. yeah. This was different before yeah. Manny Pacquiao, okay? <laughs> yeah. That's this was true. different, bro. Not like I, I see everybody true. like standing there like, hey, Pinoy. Yeah. Hey, Filipino. Yeah. I'm like, bro, this is before Will I Am. Yeah. Uh, the oh black eyed peas. Yeah. The guy was Filipino. Before Manny Pacquiao. Yep. Right? Before. It wasn't like that. Yeah. It wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No, yeah. I had that Manny Pacquiao haircut and it wasn't cool. Oh, I know what kind of Filipino kid you're talking about. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I don't think that was intentional. Mm. I just think I never got a haircut. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And you have straight hair, so it kind of grows that way. Hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Man, kids was just mean. They were mean. Yeah. Like, Oh, people are crying. People are like the things at such a young age that these kids know, like the words that they know, the names that they know. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's really bad. Yeah. Yeah. So A plus is overrated. Don't worry about A plus. Okay. (sighs) It was junk. Well, it was a great school. Loved it. Loved the lunches. Uh, Loved the breakfast. I love it. You know what's the. Did you like White Power Intermediate? What do you mean? Did you like the lunches? No. Did you like White Power Intermediate overall? Yeah, I think so. Okay, let's go yeah, back. Yeah, I think let's, so. Let's go back to the lunches. Do you remember okay. the Waipahu, Waipahu wiki, wiki? Oh, wait, high school. No, Waipahu, Wait, they had an no, intermediate? Intermediate wiki, yeah. Oh, wow, I might have never. And remember the musubis with the lunch and meat? No, because you I never You guys never had that? Lun- no, I didn't eat lunch and intermediate. It was straight past, you can ask, like, Carmen. Why wouldn't you eat All lunch? of us, none of us ate lunch, I think. Like, we just went straight to the bleachers and hung. I don't know, I don't think I was just not hungry. You never ate the... They, okay, so they used to have these spam musubis, but they weren't oh. spam. They were lunch and meat, <gasps> fat lunch and meat, and we would all Jealous. and it, you know, it's gross now. Yeah, when I think about it, but we was dipping that musubi in ranch. Oh yeah, that does sound gross, but yeah. I'm open to trying yeah. it. Wow! And so, where did they serve the wiki? Like in the cafeteria? So the, there's the main oh, and you cafeteria. guys had the old cafeteria. Yeah, not the new one. Yeah. So it was in that blue one. Yeah. Where they had all the assemblies too, and yeah. it was like on the. Yeah, on the other side. It was oh, just, wow. Because yeah. I, I know the high school did. They always had chili bowls by the gym. But wow. Yeah, but you do wiki and then then you could do lunch. Well, wiki was cheaper, I think, is what it was. Oh, and you guys had to pay for your guys' lunch? Uh, yeah, me and brother had to pay 10 cents. Rich kids. Only rich kids pay for their lunch. Nah. Oh, I see all the kids <laughs> like, bro. No, but there was this one guy. He used to get free lunch and then you can get... So if you get a free lunch, right? If you're on free lunch, yeah. you get free lunch and then you get... A reduced lunch for your second plate, bro. So he was like getting, bringing I his coins. Remember that? And yeah. he would order his free lunch, and then he would go get, he would go get, um, like his reduced lunch. I'm like, yeah. Oh, bro, lucky guy. Yeah, I do he remember that. But remember how I Paul, you could buy um, like fruit punch and stuff like that from that snack store. Remember? I Paul High School Intermediate. Dang no, I didn't eat until after school. I had the same order: six pork ash with a thirty-two ounce of sprinch. 
Sorry. From the gas station? From, the ga- from Chevron? Chevron? They have the best pork ash in the world. No. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I not feel like best. that kind of X's you out. I feel like 7-Eleven has better pork ash than No, that. not. Their jalapeno ones, bomb. Because it tastes just like Chevron's regular ones. Oh, I don't know. I don't oh, know. I can't believe. I feel like you're the first person that I never I went to Chevron. I ate at I ate at um, Harry's all the time. Oh yeah, that Harry's, too. That was bomb with it's the fried the noodles and yes. the, the French fries. Yes, and you put ketchup yes. and sriracha on top. Mm, that was awesome. That was good. So, yeah, I like my poly intermediate. After that, my experience was totally different. Yeah, went same. To Galani, so, oh yeah. Well, that was my different. experience was just, but yeah, I loved my poly intermediate. Yeah, yeah. I loved yeah. That's cool. Except the whole paying $5 for a new ID every time you lose it. That sucked because I lost it a lot. Yeah. Or, yeah. But, no. You, you know, you remember the turkey trot? Um, yes. I want a turkey. Because you have to be what? The first three, the first five? Three. Wow. I was number two. I want a turkey. Oh, so you were with athletic, athletic. I, I, I want a turkey. I'm just putting that. I want a turkey. Wow. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I remember I turkey, turkey trot. I didn't. I don't even know if I went all the way around. Yeah, that was the athletic achievement of my life, winning that turkey. That is so crazy. Bro, my mom was so proud of me. I bet. I brought a turkey home. And they weren't small turkeys. I remember this <laughs> yeah, girl yeah. won one. It was like full yeah, size. Yeah, full size. Turkey, yeah. yeah. Oh, why did we have that? I, I forget. No it was turkey trot for Thanksgiving. Was it just because Thanksgiving? Yeah, no. and then we all like it was part of like the PE curriculum or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. You could compete in the turkey trot. And then there was so there was two. There was the race one and then there was the one you tie like the timing the one. The timing so, like, one. Yeah. Get close to your time. Yeah. I did the race one. Wow. Yeah. I would yeah. never. Yeah. Yep, 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 I'm yep. not athletic yep. though, so. <laughs> yeah, I want a turkey. That's my that's my crowning achievement. My mom was so proud of me for winning that turkey. Any mom would be. She was man. proud. Like I would just like solved like I just came up with the cure for some disease. Like yeah, I mean, my mom was like, "Oh my goodness, you're so like like you saved Thanksgiving." I saved Thanksgiving. So probably. I mean, who knows? You yeah. might have just saved Thanksgiving. We got a turkey. Yeah. We got a turkey. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Are you guys living in Village Park at this time, or still in Oasis? Village Park. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, we're already we're already up here in Village Park, so. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, I love Village Park, but it yeah. wasn't the same as living in like. <clears throat> I, as a kid, I had probably more fun in. Why not? Like, oh, why not too? Because why not? We lived in an old house with like all my cousins. Oh yeah, so you have so much so, people like, to play, you have with, people to play and with. And yeah. the first time you move to a house by yourself in the burbs, yeah, in the burbs, yeah, right, and then you realize nobody plays outside. We're on a main road. Mm-hmm. All we got is me and my brother yeah. to play with. That. Doing laps around Kapuna Loop got old fast. I, like, uh, yeah, no, I grew up in the suburbs and all I ever, I used to beg my great grandma, can we just move to the blue apartments? Yeah, we're can out. Can we yeah, just yeah, yeah. move to Oasis? Because you hear all your classmates and everybody's walking down after school. They're all going to the same place and I got to walk straight. You know, like I wanted nothing more than to live in the blue buildings. All my friends were there. Oh gosh. It just sounded like so much fun. It was so, fun. Though. I bet. Like when you walk to school, you're walking with everybody. Yeah. From from down, you walk yeah. up the hill. Yeah. You walk down with everybody, and then yeah. you go home, and everybody's outside playing. Mm-hmm. That's the best. Yeah. yeah. I never. That's the best. Like even my friends that grew up pupole things, I, I, I they all have fun because they all grow up together. Yep. When you live in like the neighborhoods, you don't mm-hmm. really grow up together. Because it's you awkward don't. in Hawaii. Like, oh, that's the one thing I wanted to ask you. What in Hawaii? Did you go into people's houses before? 
no like you were not allowed exactly I mean, like you ever had you ever had a family like where you and your family went over like and had dinner at somebody else's house no exactly that's true so because wow. because you know like we we're in the church now yeah yeah, yeah. and so, so the church is like we want to invite you into our house yeah. now, was, was that awkward for you guys for you for starting me, off oh a hundred percent so awkward for us too yeah it's still awkward yeah. it's still yeah. awkward I, I just we just had our first care group and it's still and it's nothing to do with the people it's yeah. just me like i'm just like oh you know i feel like i don't even know what to do i don't know how to act because you stay in the garage so awkward like when yeah. you go in a garage or you stay outside your friend's house you stay outside like, yeah yeah you go by the door hi but you yeah. never go in somebody's house yeah and even if the mom's like come inside yeah you have your well, your, your, your great own, grandma in the back of your head don't go in their house yeah you better not go in their house yeah. da, 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 da. like but then you you bring your friend over and your great grandma's like I'll tell her come in the house if she's like it's it's because it's just i think one that's a nice thing to do is to invite people over but yeah what uh, yeah How'd i don't know get, if it was like safety yeah was it safety no i, I, think, I think we just didn't go in just people's respect. houses i don't know yeah respect we, too like yeah and we didn't we weren't having dinners we weren't setting the tape like the 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 i don't know bro i never had dinners yeah you know like set the table have dinner with your yeah. family Bro, we was dinner on the go dinner on a run or like are we all sitting around like yeah but i never like we did. There are times when we did sit down for dinner, but yeah. it was rare. Like mm-hmm. most of the times, we're just on the go having dinner. Like I never, like we never sat down. You know, like you watch the movies, everybody's sitting down. And, yeah. Can I be excused? Yeah, you know, I'm no. like, bro, that wasn't like that was not at all what we had. Yeah, yeah. Well, we had. If like, I asked my dad, can I be excused? And be like, what? Why? You, what in the world? Go do what you gotta yeah. do. <laughs> Put your plate in the sink. Yeah. And go wash I, your hands. Get I, out of here. What are you doing? I don't care. But well, ours was dinner. We had dinner. Always at like six o'clock. Yeah. Oh, for real. But it wasn't a whole family. It was the, me and my sisters eating dinner, mm. and everybody else is just doing what they're doing. Then oh, after real. dinner, we shower and then we get ready for. Plus, well, I think we were playing sports, so we were just out of the house. Yeah. Yeah. So see. we're just out of the house. We're not even home at six. So. Wow. Yeah. What a different life. Yeah. But you see, my kids they play sports now, so yeah. they don't get home till seven. Yeah. Seven thirty. Yeah. That's so fun. I think that's so. Yeah. So they're always out, and so like dinner's on the go, or dinner's like fast. Yeah. We got to get them fed and like go sleep. But like my kids love sports. But yeah, for me, it was awkward. Like when I first started going to like church where there was like different people. Yeah. You know, different people. Different Ma- people. People from the mainland, you know, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. Let's be honest. I wasn't used to like somebody invite me over to their house. It just felt so awkward. Mm-hmm. And then I remember going and like, what do I do? Do I sit down on their couch? Do mm-hmm. I, you know what I mean? Like you're mm-hmm. like, what do, what do I do? Yeah. Yeah. And you... I don't know what it was. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know what it was, but I kind of feel not ugly in their house. But like I feel like I'm kind of just like taking up so much space when I go in people's houses. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what, what it is. What in the like, world? It's kind of like. What do you think I feel like? No, but like, I don't know what it is. And I just got through talking about this with carmen because i'm just like when you go into these people's house i kind of like automatically feel like i i don't know like you're I have intruding to sh- on their space yeah you're encroaching on their space yeah and i feel like they feel that way yeah. which i know they don't hello yeah. you wouldn't have invited me but yeah. i just kind of feel like i want to wherever they sit me wherever they say take yeah. a seat i want to just do this yeah like that's how i feel i'm seated right here i'm seated i, I'm, I won't touch anything yeah. you know like that's how i feel yeah yeah Man, and then like I've always felt like that when you go in people's houses. So like I think the thing that helped me though, like mm-hmm. I, I remember being when I came to Hawaii and people started inviting me in the house, that was like strange for me at first, right? Yeah. That was strange. 
But I think what helped me is I was in the mainland, and so I had to go over people's houses. They would invite me over. Yeah. But, bro, it was so hard. I didn't know what I could do. Yeah. Like, what can I do in this house? Yeah. They tell me sit there. I'm just seated, seated there like, like just. Yeah. I'm yeah. just going to sit right here the whole time. I ain't going to move, you know? <laughs> Maybe it's because we weren't allowed to go to people's Yeah, we just so awkward. Yeah, maybe it's so just like... So we're like, what is it called? Traumatized. Traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> because look, I came in today and I'm just like sitting on the I was like waiting up here. Yeah, so like I was waiting. At a station I was supposed to record this podcast because we, again, yeah. like I said earlier, we like somehow yeah. lost all the footage from the podcast. Yeah. So we come up here. I come up here. I'm getting ready. And the 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 doorbell rings. So you're here. I mm-hmm. open the door, close the door. Mm-hmm. Boom. You come inside. You're like, oh, here's a shirt. Boom. Right? Go yeah. down. I go on upstairs. I'm like, just doing my work, waiting for Stacia, waiting for them. She's not even here. Like, oh, Stacia, you can go and see. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I just feel like I need to be. And were you it just shouldn't sit, even were you feel just sitting that in way. the dark? I, no, I was at, uh, I don't think it was the dark. Maybe. I don't even <laughs> the know. Lights were off. I just found a seat. I said hi to grandma. I don't even know if she was up or not, but it's just like, oh, I'm just going to sit right here and just wait for the call. It's just much more safer that way, I feel like. Yeah. Because then what if I did come up here and you're like, oh, no, no, you can wait and then until I'm done. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I feel okay. embarrassed. Yeah. Now I, now I feel stupid. Like, yeah. I should have just sat down. Yeah. So it's such Man. an awkward thing. But I guess people, the different people, they've probably been doing it all their lives because they're so good at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I just wasn't allowed to go to my friend's house and they they didn't come in my house. I remember the first time my brother and I had a friend, like, come over our house. He was like, oh, I'll come over. I was like, okay, cool. And he came over to the door. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, like, you see see him outside the screen door. Yeah. He opened the screen door and came in. I was like, oh, this is awkward. He was like, what's up, guys? You know, I'm like, bro, what are you doing in here? That's so crazy. (laughs) Yeah, it was crazy, huh? Wow, that's take some guts, but, man. No, but I'm saying that he was used to going in people's houses yeah. and I wasn't, you know, even, until I came an adult. Yeah. In even, the church even. I'm like, now it's fine for yeah, us. Yeah, well, I think we get used to it. Yeah, we got used to it and we have people in our house all the time now. Yeah. But going into other people. One, yeah. having people over my house was hard before, like, I felt weird hosting it. Like, you feel like you oh, gotta yeah. entertain them. Like, yeah. Because, you know, like local people, we just laugh about stuff and we tease each other. Yeah. That's kind of how we get our yeah. entertainment. But, like, when you have guests over, you're like, and I know from going to their house, right? Like, when I go over, okay, boom. Oh, we're going to play apples to apples. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay, but you coming over to my house. I'm sorry. I ain't got apples to apples. Can you play speed? Yeah. (laughs) Can you play dominoes? Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you you like Overdrive Live? Because we can put that in. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. We can put it in. They love that music. They love that kind of music. See, I can't do Overdrive Live. (laughs) Bro, if you remember Overdrive Live. On OC16. The worst music videos. The worst. Like, even, they would take a great song. Mm-hmm. A great song. OPH Pickers. They would take OPH Pickers. I, I know that guy. Yeah. They're great. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. But why are you skating? Play- yes. Yes. In your jammies. And the crossfades. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. But that's true. But it's the spiky hair too. The spiky hair with the, the blonde, gel, the tips, the, tips, the, oh. the um, what was the, it? The puka shell necklace. Like sing, singing about the club and the kids <laughs> there. You get all your kids, uh, Ohana, in the videos. 
Oh my gosh. That Uncle Norm with Uncle Norm dancing in Mililani Town Center. They just wanted to watch a movie, Uncle. Uh, yeah. I feel like it had to have but happened. It was, it was good though. Those I love those. It's a classic. You put that on, you know the moves, you yeah, know? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. But I wanna say that that music video happened. Like he must have said Hey everybody, we're about to shoot a music video. Come like right? I don't know. Cause they kind of look like they were settled in to watch a movie. Like and he was like, Hey, we're just gonna, you know, and it's local people. We're like, okay, we're, we're gonna down. Do the, we're gonna do the electric slide, yeah. a modified version, of course. <laughs> of the electric slide. You we're know, gonna ride the pony. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I know I, the entire dance. I'm a hater. I'm I not a it. hater on the the music is amazing, but the music yeah. video was it was just a different time. But yeah. you know what? I look back at it after thinking with clarity mm-hmm. one whole Thank night. You. you know what? There's appreciation for 100%. that's what Hawaii had to go. That's what we had to go through to get to the green. And if that's what we had that's to go through to get through the green, then that's okay with me. That's true because who else was on Overdrive Live? Next G. Okay. And he was on there as the kid. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. Go. Yeah. He's the kid. He is. Yeah. So, I mean, that's how we get. That's how, you know. It happens. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. Hawaii music. Hawaii music, Gotta everybody. love Hawaii music. You have to. What do you think about Iam Tongi? Um, did you like it? Yeah. Did you, th- when you watched it, when you first watched the, what did you feel? First of all, I cried. The, the audition. The audition? Yeah. Um, I cried, but besides all of that, I think he, at first, I'm going to admit, I kind of was like, oh, duh, he can sing. Like, it kind of sounded like, I think I wasn't listening too good because I felt like, oh yeah, he kind of sounds like the one, like the people I went to school with. They sound good too to me. But then he sang, um, hey, what was his last like, cool down? And I was like, shut up, like you made. And I love Kalohe Kai, but there, are, like, cool down's not my favorite. You made it my favorite, and I love that. Yeah, I think he, but I, yeah, I think he has a really good voice. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I can't even. Like the number of times I watched the video, the number of times dad watched the video. <laughs> oh, no. My dad be watching that video. Number one fan. Like, oh, I bro, think. He is yeah. Your, you know, I'm talking, my dad is your number one fan. Yeah. Yeah. Number one. Number one. Yeah. Well, I know. I, I remember watching that video. That was, he can sing. Oh, I enjoy like, gosh. he it was so cool to see. Like, is there a better community? I hate, I hate saying this. Yeah. Why Paulo is the best community. Uh-huh. Is there a better community than Kuku and what they got going on? <laughs> Just their support. The kid doesn't even go to their school. They came out full support. He didn't he like graduate from another school, but they no, let but, him walk with his class. No, that's what I'm saying. Like they let him do that. That's so cool though. That's crazy. Like they, yeah. the support. You no, know what I, I mean? From everything I hear about Kahuku is that. So Yeah. But like, bro, every city should support their kids like that. Why uh, Paul should support your kids like that? Yeah. Every every place. Like Yeah. Like that's a that's a good example for how the community can come together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and man, they let's did it. support our people. Let's support our you know? Yeah. The state came on and put on for him. It was awesome. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Man, my auntie then went to that Turtle Bay concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked crazy. I was like, wow. And they put that together in like what, two, three days? Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, three yeah, days. Yeah, Probably yeah. like, yeah, less than that. But, but I love seeing that. I like uh, I love when Coco comes out in full force and supports their own and their people. I just wish that everybody else would do that. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I wish everybody else did too, and not just when it benefits them. Because Iam's not here anymore; he's he's out. He's he's about to do these big things, and Kahuku's always going to be cheering for him. They're still going to be. They're going to be right behind him. Football season's coming up. Yeah. It's going to be popping over there again. Yeah, you know what I mean. Ten years, twenty years from now, yeah. that's a story they have forever. Yeah. Like 
that's how it should be you know yeah it's a cool community out there yeah like just i'm mean, talking about just the community aspect yeah but bro why paul got that in droves too and what we got that in droves uh-huh. like we got that community support too yeah every time people drive by white paul high school mm-hmm. they're in football oh yeah they blow their horn Okay, so the support when it comes to football games, I think, is so crazy. It's cool. Yeah, it's underrated. It's like it's like what cool. supports their 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 kids. I sure. didn't even know just so recently. I didn't know that people go and they don't even know. Like they're not related to the players. No. They're going because they're like, this is our city. This mm. is our team. And I'm like, wow. Yeah, I mean, we would go. I would go watch, and I wasn't even from. Like, I didn't even go to Waipahu. Yeah, like, yeah, but I just even, like the community. I like the kids. Like I like seeing the kids and. Yeah. yeah, and hopefully they win tonight, I guess. Who are they playing? Uh, Campbell. Is it Campbell? Yeah. My sister them uh, are there. What? So. And we were podcasting on that. <laughs> but see, I didn't even. We're over here talking about community support, being yeah. for your people, the yeah. biggest game they play against their yeah. rivals, and we forgot we didn't even know. But it's a preseason game. But so. it's still for the Kane knife. True. So, I don't know. But I was never I'm a poser. Into it like I'm that. a poser from yeah. a, I didn't go to Waipau. Yeah, like you pointed out I'm from White Paul, but I didn't go here, so I'm a poser. But I still like support. Okay, well, my son is in I the White Paul district. <laughs> oh, you went yeah. there? You don't like? Um, I don't think it's like because I don't want to support them. I just not into football. But I didn't know that that's what was going on there because I'm even asking my sister like, you guys don't even know anybody. It's and you know my brother's telling me, hello, that's not the point, and I'm like, oh, but I was never into. I wouldn't do sports growing up. I don't care about any sport that anybody is playing. So I think that's You don't why. care about our jujitsu? I don't. <laughs> All I know is never do it in our kitchen again. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you don't care about our jujitsu? No, I think it's cool. What I think, and I always tell my husband, like, I think it's cool that you have this like little community of guys that you're, you're hanging out with every Tuesday. <laughs> jujitsu friends. But I think that's cool. I think having a little community is important. So, yeah, I think the support for Waipahu football is cool. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. Um, when I used to go to the games, it was because I was going to the school there. I'm meeting up with friends there or I wanted a Terry Burger. That's it. Terry so, Burger's bomb. It was there. so I don't even know if they have that still because I feel like we went one time and they didn't have the same menu. But I don't know. I could Man. be wrong. We had Mochiko chicken at Yolani. Of course. I don't even like Mochiko chicken, so it doesn't even matter. You don't like Mochiko chicken? hate mochiko chicken your dad had the same response too but (laughs) it's like chicken that the breading's like i don't know everything's so soft when you eat mochiko chicken like the breading around it is soft i remember i was telling you like i don't like when the chicken breading comes off easily do you like crunchy mochi because it's just mochi flour crunchy mochi i don't know but i like regular mochi because if i said that like hey we're gonna take this kind of mochi type texture we're gonna stick them on some chicken you wouldn't want you wouldn't expect crunchy mochi I don't know what crunchy. I don't think I've ever had crunchy mochi, but I'm not no, a big me, chicken. No, that's what I'm either. saying. Me neither. Yeah. Mochi needs to be chewy, right? Yeah. So when you put mochi flour on on chicken, yeah, it's gonna be chewy. I guess so. <laughs> I don't. And I feel like my chicken. Sweet. Yeah, I feel like my chicken shouldn't be. Yeah, I shouldn't feel no chewiness when I'm eating my chicken. That's why I hate canes. You don't like canes? No, I'm the biggest hater. I feel like oh, I don't yeah, you're like a hater because the um the breading comes off so like it just slips right off and it's like. I don't know how to explain it. That's the that's the best. Yeah, people are saying that's the best. But I, I don't know. You I think get, I like my get... foods on texture. That's why I don't like that te- soft textures. I love oh, wow. crunchy and hard and yeah. Really? Yeah. 
Mm. You need extra crispy. You need to ask them for extra crispy and then get some bobs. That's probably what it is. Oh yeah, butter on both sides of the bread. Mm. Damn, I can't. I can't. I'm not eating. I that love right their now. bread though. I love their, toast their is bomb. bread. Oh my gosh. Their toast Wait, there's is another bomb. place I think they said that's kind of similar to their bread, but it's like, oh my gosh. I would go there and buy a box of bread from them. Do you remember the Sizzler in North Paul? L- oh, that's what it was. The Sizzler bread. <laughs> love Sizzlers. We went there all the time. Uh, we didn't the ever best. eat out unless it was Sizzler. But remember when Sizzler felt high class though? Yeah. Like it was like, bro, we dressing up yeah. to Sizzler. Oh, yeah. The Sizzler. In our Sunday's best, yeah, I you, feel like. You stand and they have the railings and yeah, it's gold and it's railings. Gold railings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Made me feel oh special. And the door you push through, it's just like, I feel like it's the same scene it looked like on the Titanic a little bit, like oh, gold. Yeah. It I love sizzlers. Fancy. Hot sizzling sirlo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow. All you can eat shrimp. Oh, my gosh. All you can eat bacon. Oh, uh, their the ice cream. Yeah. Oh, it was so amazing. I don't know what happened. Do you know what happened? Were they not making money? Because I feel like that's a lie, but maybe they weren't. I don't know. Well, the last time we went to the sizzler, the service was really bad. Oh, maybe that's what yeah, happened. The service kind of like dropped off a little bit. The lady grabbed our cup from the top. You can ask my brother this. She, mm-hmm. she grabbed our, she was, she's like, what you like? I was like, oh, Coke. She's like, Coke. Okay. Boom. She went and grabbed our drink. She's like, Sprite. She just grabbed the top of the cup. Coke. Like, I'm like, oh. Ew, that's gross. Hey, I got to drink out of that. Can I get a straw? It did start to get dingy because my no. mom for my brother, um, for her third kid, that's where her baby shower was. And I remember it kind of being like dark and dingy after it was. a while. But so bro, maybe. The Sizzler was the spot before. It was. Man, I like the Sizzler. I feel like we, I mean, I don't know. Everybody was there I, on Sundays too. And it was popping. It was, it was popping. like It was the best place in my pot at the time. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, darn. Now it's a Hawaii USA. Is it Hawaii USA? Yeah. And a Starbucks. <laughs> and a Starbucks. So that whole thing was a sizzler. And an edible man. arrangement. Yeah. yeah. That whole thing was a sizzler. So it was bomb. All of that. Oh, man. I, but have you ever been to a Sizzlers in the mainland? No. I went to the one in Seattle. Bomb. Trash. Oh. I was so mad because I was so excited. I'm like, oh, my gosh, they still have Sizzlers. Let's go. So me and my friend, we go. They don't have a buffet. I mean, they might have had a salad one. It's so quiet. No music's playing. You have four things to choose from the menu. I was so disappointed. Oh, wow. And I got spaghetti and meatballs because that's what I used to get at Scissor Scissors. Yeah. Like you can make your own. So it came on the smallest plate and it was noodles sauce. For real? And like these tiny meatballs that they probably warmed up. It was, yeah, very bad. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. And shout out to Sizzler. Shout out to Sizzler. It went down in flames. I yeah. mi- we miss you. Mm-hmm, we, we do. miss you dearly. Come back. You are a can. big part of our childhood. Huge. A huge part. Like, right, if you lived in Waipalu. Yeah, you knew Sizzler. You knew you Sizzler. And if you did it, then you knew Chance. I almost Chance felt like was it was. Dope m- too. I like Chance. Yeah, it was by more popular airport. than Zippy's at one point. <laughs> yeah, oh, bro. yeah. Yeah. Remember Chance by the airport? <coughs> I love Chance. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Man. Yeah, yeah. we still got Leeward, though, going strong. We do. Shout out Leeward Drive In. Yes. Bomb. Yeah, still going. Do you like Leeward? I love Leewards. Yeah. I mean, they have changed a little, but I like them. I'll still go. Wow, Leeward. Because you have to, bomb. like, the seeds, I mean, the food's not exactly the same. But it's bomb, though. But it's still good. It's still yeah. good. I, I, love, I love that. Place. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I, I once I went to pick up an order, and a older man was there, and he was explaining to his lady, she came from all the way from Waianae to try their Belgian waffles, which I've never had. I never had. Yeah, never but had she them. said, 
that's the word over there where she's where she from Wina, wherever in Wina, is that they just have the best Belgian waffles. I gotta go have that. And he said, I've been living on this street in the back all my life since he was a kid. He's never had their Belgian waffles. I gotta go order it now. Yeah. I gotta go try it. I I know. Let me know how it is. Man, I'm gonna order that. But yeah, I love Leeward Drive In. Yeah. The slushies. Slushies, <clears throat> fish burger. That was my field trip lunch. Every single field trip since the bento, The bento? The school lunch, the, the box school lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the, uh, remember school lunches, if you buy the school lunch for a dollar, then it's like the pastrami sandwich with mm-hmm, the milk mm-hmm, and stuff. Mm-hmm, I had mm-hmm. that one time, never did after that. I was like, I want Leeward's. Leeward's is bomb. Case bento? No, I don't. I don't, I'm not a chicken eater, that's okay, why. Okay, yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. Kids bento. <laughs> Tanioka's bomb. Oh, my gosh. I can't afford favorite. it. I can't afford you, Tanioka's, but you're Ooh, bomb. Still my favorite to this day. But Tanioka's is bomb. I just mm-hmm. go sneak away and I just go Tanioka's by myself. You have to, because you can't afford for everybody else. I can't else. afford for everybody yep. else. I try that, but I can't. One day, you got food stamps. One day. Up. You can get food. Yes, that's how... You can't get Tanioka's food stamps? Yes. Of course they're going to... Hello, they got to... Yeah. Yeah, you can get it. You can't get hot food, but that's the... You know, who cares? I want the cold food. Mm -hmm. That's the stuff I can't Mm -hmm. afford. You can get poke from You Food stamps. (sighs) (sighs) I need that in my life. It's so good. They have the rice with the chopped up taco. Oh, my gosh. That's bomb. Oh, my gosh. I want now. Yeah, I can't afford it. They don't... The funny thing is every time I want it, they're closed Tuesday. Yeah. That's when I want it. Yeah. On Tuesday, they're closed. Or way after they're closed. Like it's 5 p.m. And it's like, yeah, that's when you want, want it. Yeah. yeah. And if you go at 12, you got to stand in long line. Yeah. And it's hot. Yeah. You don't want to do that. Man, my Paul got some good food. Honolulu Kitchen. They do. Yeah. They're pretty bomb. Shout out to Honolulu but Kitchen. But all that Love said, them. we miss you, Sizzler. We miss you, Sizzlers. Sizzler got to come back. Wow. Wow. Any last words? No. And that was fun. Shout out. Sister. You did it. It was good. It was yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay, good. Huh. It was good. Thank you. <laughs> uh, was that a long episode again? Yeah. Oh, wow. 